everyone. It's your girl, Amani B. And I'm so grateful to be back for another TakeOver series. I want to extend a special thanks to my brother, Nick Ruffin, for inviting me to be the guest host once again. I'm so honored and grateful for the opportunity. Um, well, last year I spoke on Psalms 23 and, you know, just giving a brief recap of that um, passage, you know, I explained how the Lord takes us through seasons and how that passage explains the different seasons of life that the Lord will bring us through, um, especially when we're going through low points in our life. Um, that passage gives you know, an overview of how the Lord is our shepherd and how he will lead us and guide us through uh, different situations. And so when I was preparing for this week, I wanted to uh, speak on a whole bunch of different other things. But, but in my alone time with the Lord, he showed me that I needed to go back to this passage because this is an anchor passage for me. I always reference this scripture because it gets me through life. It's just a reminder or if I'm going through something. And so the Lord was like, yeah, go back to this part. <laughs> and so that is what I want to focus on for this week. I'm going to highlight verses four and five um, this week. And hopefully you will be able to take away some nuggets from this and use it and apply it in your life so that the Lord can continue to be your shepherd and lead you and guide you. In moments that you might feel like you're by yourself or if you too need a reminder that he is your Lord and shepherd. So let's go into a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for the chance, Father God, to hear a word from you. I thank you, Father God, for the opportunity to speak to your people. And I pray, God, that we be open and available to what you are doing in our lives in this moment. I pray that we be open to the experience that you are giving us right now that we give thanks for where you're bringing us out of, that we give thanks for where you're bringing us and preparing us uh, for. And I pray, Father God, that we remain in your presence, that we don't get ahead of you, that we remain where you are and that we will seek guidance in everything. I pray that this podcast blesses your people, even myself. And I pray that you get the glory and you get the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So again, I want to highlight Psalms 23 and four, um, and I will go into five a little bit later, but four is where I really want to highlight. So it says, um, this is the new King James version. It says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now let's pause there, right? I want to give a brief synopsis of where this message came from for me before I give the title. I was in the shower and I was reflecting on my life and where I was a year ago from where I am right now. And I was like, wow, God, you have brought me through a major shift in my life. You brought me through a valley. You brought me through an experience. And I can't even 
be grateful for where I am now if I don't give thanks for the Valley experience. And then it just hit me and I, and I honestly was full and I was just giving glory and I was worshiping God because God kept me through the Valley. And not only did he keep me through the Valley, but he helped me to understand that I had to continue to give him thanks in the Valley. And that is the title of this week's podcast is Give Thanks for the Valley. And I just pray that you are able to receive the the word that I'm about to give because it, it blessed me tremendously. So before I, you know, dive deeper again into verse four, I want to talk about understanding the necessity of the valley, right? So if we are to give a definition of the valley, Webster's Dictionary states that a valley is an elongate depression of the earth's surface between ranges or hills or mountains. And then the other definition that I want to highlight, there were a couple, but this is the one I want to highlight, is it says a low point or condition. And I was like, wow, that's literally what this scripture is talking about. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, even though I walk through the darkest low point or condition, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And I think it's important to to talk about the necessity of the valley because the valley experience or our low conditions or low points are not to leave us depressed, not to leave us incomplete and unfulfilled, but it's really an opportunity for us to be molded. It's an opportunity for us to get closer to the creator and it's an opportunity for us to build our character more in God. And and that really came to me because I was thinking about, you know, my valley experience that I went through last year when I was discussing, you know, that with you in last year's podcast, the Lord was taking me through a valley experience and every valley experience is going to be different. It's not always going to be the same, but I remember when I was in that experience, I was frustrated. I was upset. I was angry. I was just, I couldn't understand why I was in this position. You know, I felt I worked so hard and why am I here? And that leads me to the second point. I had to be open to what God was doing. See, a lot of times God will put us in a valley experience, or sometimes we even put ourselves in a valley experience, but that's another message. But we're in a valley experience and we nurse and rehearse the pain of the situation. We give praise to the agony and we're not praising God. We're not giving thanks to him. And this leads me to my next point of in the scripture, it says, 
I will fear no evil for you are with me. Then it goes on to say your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So giving you a little background about the rod and the staff, when I was doing some research, the rod represents, you know, a shepherd and um, when a shepherd has a flock of sheep, he has a rod um, in the biblical terms, for sure, he had a rod. And basically, the rod represents a concept of authority, of power, of discipline and defense of the sheep. And so that is who God is to us. God is our great shepherd. He's our authority figure. If you are a believer, if you are a Christian, God is our shepherd. He leads us. He has the authority of us. And and what we have to understand is that not only is he our source, but he's there to aid us. He's there to protect us. So when it says thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. It's basically saying that, God, you are there. God, you are my source. You are there for me. You promised to never leave me nor forsake me. Your word says that. So I have no reason to fear for you are with me. So let me apply this because I know it sounds real good. But when you are in the situation, don't nurse and rehearse. It's so easy. It's natural for us as human beings to get up and to go to a place of venting and, oh, let me call my friend and just vent about this situation. Or let me go on social media and write a post about how people get on my nerves. It's so easy to do that. It's so easy to lash out our anger on other people because we're upset about what we're going through. It's so easy to do that. But when we do that, we miss the opportunity for God to come in and be our, our comforter. So. Instead of nursing and rehearsing the pain, get in a place of quiet, get in a place of, of, of serenity if you can, and be quiet and be still. And ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, how do you want me to operate? How do you want me to respond? That should be our first step when we go through anything, especially when we go through a valley experience. It's not to vent, it's not to nurse and rehearse, but it is to get in the presence of God and ask him how he wants you to move in this season. But it already says in his word that you should fear no evil. Evil might come upon you. The word even says in Isaiah, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So. Again, with this, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And if we even want to give even more biblical context, let's go back to Moses when he was delivering the children of Israel out of Egypt. God gave Moses a a rod. He gave him a staff. And he said, pick up the staff. And that, that was a representation that God was with him. God didn't need to use the staff to deliver the children of Israel or to to perform the miracles through Moses, but he did it as a representation. I want to go on a legend and say he did it to uh, provide a representation for Moses to understand, I am with you. Pick up the staff. So I'm going to challenge you. Pick up the staff. Pick up the rod and the staff. They will comfort you, meaning God is with you. Pick up your word. 
Pick up your prayer time. Pick up your devotion. That's what we need to run to. Not running to vent, not running to post things, but pick up more of God. And when you get to that place, you can understand what he's trying to do through you. He's not trying to keep you in the valley. The valley is temporary because when I spoke earlier, I said that it's an elongate depression of earth's surface between two ranges, between ranges of hills or mountains. So the valley leads to a hill. The valley leads to a mountain. So that that lets me know that the valley is not temporary. I mean, the, the valley is not permanent. It's temporary. I'm not going to stay in the valley. But while I'm in the valley, I'm going to give thanks to God. I'm going to pray to him. I'm going to seek his face. I'm going to tune out all of the noise because I understand that this is not a permanent place of residence. This is temporary and that it's just going to mold me for the next step. It's just going to prepare me for the next step. And that leads me to my third point. Give thanks. Give thanks. Praise God for the experience. I was talking to one of my cousins and cousin, if you're listening, thank you so much for, for sharing this with me. My cousin was talking about how, you know, he went through an experience where he hurt his leg and he was so upset in rehab about how the pain was hurting him and he couldn't bend his leg. And so they thought they were going to have to go through an experience, but they were going to have to just, you know, do the surgery again because it was too painful for him to bend his leg and rehab. And so he said he watched this video and he understood in the video, basically just getting to the point that he had to tell his mind, he had to speak over himself. There is no danger. There is no danger. And, and the, and the point of this is, a lot of times when we go through a traumatic experience like the valley, we think we're in danger. It says, I will fear no evil in the word, right? So when we get into a valley, we get scared sometimes. We think that there's danger and then we, we lock up and we, we get so scared and we, we, we go to what comes natural to us, which is to complain, to vent, to mope. And we don't understand that we have no reason to fear. Because God is with us. So he said he had to tell himself, there is no danger. And he kept speaking that over himself to the point where he was able to begin to condition his mind to understand there's no danger. And he could bend his leg. And so also another thing we talked about in that conversation was that instead of asking God to remove the pain, ask him to help us get through it. And that's what I want to leave you with right here today. Stop asking God, Lord, in this valley experience, Lord, I'm tired of the valley experience. Lord, it's not fair. No, Lord, help me get through this valley experience because you said that you are with me. Help me to press. Help me to see that you are with me. Help me to understand what you are doing. Help me to not lose sight that this is temporary, that this is not permanent and that you are with me. And while I am waiting on you, while I am waiting on you to do what you're going to do, I'm going to give thanks. 
See, that's the point. Understand, give thanks for the valley because you can't be excited. You can't even be grateful for when he brings you out of it if you don't give thanks. Your mountaintop experience will be different when you give thanks for the low point of where you once were. Don't worship the experience. Don't give praise to the pain because that's sometimes what we do too, right? We, we, we make our trauma our identity. We wear it as a badge of honor when we should be thanking God for the experience but not wearing, oh, I've been through this, I've been through that. No, that experience happened, yes, right? But what was it to do? It was to get us closer to him. It was to get us closer to God and to trust him throughout the process. We aren't to worship and glorify our pain, but we are to worship God because he is preparing us for the next season in the valley. And the next season is, is, is represented in verse five. It states that you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runneth over. So in verse four, it's saying that, yea, though I walk through the valley, even though I'm going through this low point, even though I'm going through this depression, even though I lost a loved one, even though I lost everything that I've come to love, I will fear no evil in this process because you're preparing me for the next season. You're preparing me for my table. You're preparing me for the anointing. You're preparing me for my cup to runneth over. You're preparing me to have what you promised. Hey, I don't know if you are getting excited about that, but I am because I understand. Give thanks for the valley. The valley isn't to deplete you. The valley does not mean that God forgot about you. The valley is to get you closer to him because he's preparing you for the next season. So when you get to the hill, when you get to the mountaintop, you can give glory because you can look back and see I was once in the valley. But I'm not there no more because God brought me through it. And now I can give thanks and testify for where I am on this hill, on this mountain, because God brought me out of it. And I got closer to him in the process. I just want to leave you with that. Thank God for your valley. Thank God that he never left you. Thank God that right now he's keeping you if you're in a valley. Thank him that he has promised to keep you and protect you, but keep pressing, keep seeking him. Don't nurse and rehearse the pain. Get closer to him and seek his face and pray for the next step. Ask him to order your steps and to lead you and prepare you because whatever he's doing, he's preparing you for the next season. Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. There's power when we give thanks. So I don't know if this is for anybody out there, but I pray right now that if you are going through a valley experience, give thanks. I'm, I, that's it. I don't have anything else to say. But I pray that that blesses you. I pray that you're able to understand what I am saying. I pray that you're able to get closer to him in this season. If you have to let go of some things, if you have to quiet the noise, but understand that the valley is not permanent. 
It's not a permanent place of residence. It's temporary. And it's preparing you for your mountaintop experience with the Lord. I'm going to leave it right there. I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Vantage Point Takeover Series. And I pray that you are blessed by this word. Have a blessed rest of your week. And I pray that the Lord be with you always. Take care. Bye.